Hello and welcome to the Working Examiner podcast. In this series of podcasts, we interview the councillors, portfolio holders and supporters who are assisting the Lib Dem Council as we seek to redress the many years of mismanagement committed by previous administrations. I am Peter Graves, councillor for Perford Ward, and over the course of the next couple of episodes in this series, I'll be talking to our amazing group of candidates who are standing for election on the 4th of May this year. Today, I'm joined by Swati Mukherjee, Lib Dem candidate for Horsell Ward. Hello, Swati, and welcome to the Working Examiner. Hello, Peter. Thanks for Hi. having me here. It's an absolute pleasure. The first thing I ask most candidates, and that is exactly who or what even inspired you to put yourself forward as a candidate? That is a good question. And I have to say it's not one particular thing or one specific thing. I think when the prospect came up that I can be a candidate, it sounded challenging, very motivating, challenging, but rewarding. And I just thought, can I add value to this particular, like a job? And though I'm a very practical person and I did look at it like I would look at a job. When I look at a job, I look at, do you believe in the organization? Do you like the organization? Do you believe in the ethos of the organization? Does the job appeal to you? And do you think you can add value to the job? And when this prospect came up, it was a tick for every boxes. I am a firm believer in liberal democratic principles of free open society. I have worked for the past couple of years with the, uh, the Lib Dem councillors and the other members of the Lib Dems invoking, and I think they are a really good bunch of people. I really get on well with them, and I think they're trying to do their best for working as a whole. And uh, can I add value to the job? I think I can, because I've got some experiences, I've got transferable skills, and more importantly, I love living in Woking. I love living in Horsell. And I think walking has got everything going on for it. It is a nice town and it is my way of doing my bit for the, for the town I love living in. So mixture of all that really, that got me as a candidate. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you have mentioned your experiences in some detail there, but what exactly can you bring in the way of experience to the council? So I have worked as an NHS doctor for a number of years. I've trained as a doctor, as a pediatric surgeon. I worked in the NHS for a number of years. And then I did my MBA and transferred into biotechnology. And working in the NHS, you work hard and you make many hard choices. Mm. When you work in a biotechnology like I do now, you work with different stakeholders. I lead an international team, a very heterogeneous international team with many stakeholders. And my day job is actually to work with them, get the different perspectives in and build a way forward. And I think this sort of, this this experience and these skills are crucial to Mm. be a counselor. You have to listen to the residents that you serve But you also have to work with the different councillors. You have to work with the different stakeholders in the council. And you have to find a successful way forward. So I think these capabilities and these experiences could help me add real value to the job that I'm going for. That's fantastic. The sort of experience you're describing now, working with a full range of people, dealing with all sorts of issues with the general public and 
being part of a team is absolutely vital when it comes to working as a counsellor. So it's absolutely brilliant. I've seen you've been campaigning um, extremely hard in halls and I'm very impressed. You, you make it look easy, to be fair, because the posts you put up are making us really enjoying it. But are there any parts of the campaigning that you found hard or what have you enjoyed? I'll come to the enjoy first, positives first always. <laughs> I, I really enjoy conversing, I have to say, because this is the first time I'm putting myself out there for this job. And, uh, and I'm learning so much from the, from the conversations. And it's not only the Lib Dem supporters, I'm learning a lot from the non-Lib Dem supporters as well. Mm. Because you really need to actively listen to the non-Lib Dem supporters and see what their, what their asks or what their issues are. And uh, so, no, I've enjoyed conversing. I have got a really lovely team helping me when they can. And they make conversing easy, as you said, Peter. They're the ones yeah. who are making conversing easy for me. And uh, yeah, what not to enjoy? And I'm getting the steps in. You're getting your steps in. Very good. Yeah. I must have um, found last year. I did. I lost about two or three kilos, I think, just canvassing. And part of it was just walking all that distance. But that's it's wonderful to hear that you're enjoying it so much. And it's absolutely true that what the opposition says is really important because that's what we need to be responding to. And uh, I think you alluded to this earlier, but talking about potholes isn't necessarily our remit, but it's the main thing that people talk about, potholes, traffic and parking. Absolutely. It's pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that's really good. Let's suppose you, you are elected. I'm sure you will be. What are the specific concerns that you'd like to deal with in your ward, in Horsell? That's a very interesting question because when I go canvassing in Horsell, when I ask people what their issues are, 90% of the times I hear the condition of the roads and the condition of the sidewalks. The roads are full of potholes, the sidewalks, you know, people cannot push buggies anymore, the sidewalks are so bad and uh, this is a real problem. It is beyond being a menace and I think it's becoming a danger to car and to lives now. Mm. And I know that it is beyond our remit but I think this is something that we should collectively push Surrey County mm -hmm. Council to look into as a matter of priority. So that is one big concern that I hear from residents in Horsell. Mm -hmm. And the finance, the town centre comes up all the time. So I think these are the main things that I hear quite repeatedly from residents in Horsell. So if we look at into the past then, Swati, would you give me an example of a like it might be a personal achievement that you feel has shaped the way you are personally. Yes, I can. It's not a specific example, but I think it's a, it's a period in my life that is very important and it has shaped the way I look at things now. So I did my surgical exams, specialist exams, MRCS. Then I did my MBA. Then I went into biotechnology. And when I was doing my MBA, I was also, I was also in the NHS. And that, at that time, I had two very young boys. Doing the MBA full-time, having two very young boys, and my husband is an NHS doctor as well, so, you know, he was being on calls all the time. So that was a really, really challenging and hectic period in my life. Mm. But we managed all that. I did my MBA, God knows how many years after I did my 
graduation. So everything was new to me, corporate finance and accounting. All those things are new subjects to me and doing projects, going to Beijing. We went to Beijing for a project and all that with very you know, with two very young boys and a husband who is working more than full time. That was a very difficult period of our time. But we managed that. I did my MBA with merit, achieved, wow. learned a lot out of it. And that has actually shown me in reality that if you put your mind to something, you can really achieve it. Get yourself out of your comfort zone. You can learn new skills. You can do new things. And you just do your day job. You just keep your head down and you work at it. And mm. you do achieve it. So I mm. think being one of the hardest periods of my time, I think that has helped me in being ready to take on new challenges. Like I am taking on a new challenge now. What do I know about being a counselor? Nothing. But I am ready to learn. And I'm ready to go for it. And I'm yeah. ready to put my 100% into it. So I think that two or three years of my life has given me that can-do attitude, which I think is important for me. It's really important. Being able to juggle all of those things, including a young family at the time, must have been extremely difficult. But it does remind me of that little phrase, which goes something like, if you want a job done, ask a busy person. I do believe in that as well. Yeah. This is a, a strange question, but I think it's relevant. If you were the prime minister for a day, Swati, what would you change about the UK? If I am prime minister for a day, that means that the Lib Dems must have had a majority. So that's already <laughs> a step in the right direction. <laughs> so something has been changed already. But uh, yes, I think if I, am a, if I am the prime minister, I would most probably work on attitude, most importantly. I think we have, in the UK, become very used to and very accepting of things not working. And I, we have become very accepting of key services not working, key workers not being supported, NHS not giving the care that it is supposed to or NHS wants to. And we have become used to trains not working, and we have become used to accepting all that. And I think we really need to change that thinking, change that attitude of accepting things not working. I don't know how to do that, but I think it is this belief system, it is this attitude, it is this way of thinking, mm. these foundational beliefs that I think I would try to change. I think uh, you've put your finger on it. You could argue it's just been gradually accepted by yes, people. Yes, exactly. And we've already talked about potholes, but people have got used to the idea that they don't like it, but no one likes it. But we know now that you've got to look out for potholes when you're driving along the road. And you, in my case, absolutely nightmare. And, and you become used to going to the NHS, to the emergency, the A&E, and waiting for 10 hours. Mm. You become used to ringing the GP and not getting through before an hour, if any. I just read the other day that about a million people or more than a million people have actually given up contacting the GP. So I think this slow acceptance of things not working, that's not doing us any good. And yeah. that needs to change. But yeah. if I'm PM for a day, I would also like to head a COBRA meeting. We grew up <laughs> with PMs leading COBRA meetings. That's, that's something for me there. I'd like to yeah. lead a COBRA meeting. There's a really fascinating answer, and I take that on board entirely. There's a sort of apathy that crept in 
as well. I think yes. that really you have to hit the nail on the head. It's the apathy, and that's across the board. I'm afraid. Anyway, more positively, if you could change one thing in Woking, what what do you think that would be? I have to say that I would change the perception of Woking as a business center. I would really like the Woking Town Center to be thriving. I would really like businesses to thrive in Woking. Woking is open for business. Young families should come and set up home here. People should have jobs here. Mm. So I think that that business mentality or the the town center being open for business or local businesses thriving, other companies setting up regional offices or national offices, I would really like to change that. And mm-hmm. along with that comes, naturally comes the question of affordable housing, because for young people to set up homes here, we do need affordable housing. So those are the two things I think um, I would like to change in Woking. Woking is such a, a positive town. We have so much to offer. We, we have the town centre. We have some businesses thriving there. And we have access to the countryside as well. An easy access to London. Easy access to London, access to countryside and universities. We have got the University of Holway. We have got the University of Surrey, the Guildford campus. So we mm. have got we have got a skill pool. So I think Woking has got everything working for it to become a thriving centre. Indeed. We always finish, Swati, with this question, which is really, some people find it quite difficult to answer. I certainly do. But imagine that you walked into a cafe and your friends are talking about you. What would you say they might be discussing? That's a question we get asked in interviews. How yes. do your peers <laughs> describe you? I think, and this is what I hear all the time from my colleagues as well, that I'm a 300 person. So I get stuck in and... I just give it 100%. My friends may not, even my friends who are talking about me in the cafe, they may not agree with everything I do because sometimes you have to make hard choices in your jobs and you have to be pragmatic and practical about what you do. But no one will deny for a second that, you know, I give it 100%. So I think that's what they will say, that she's doing her best in in her job. It's been absolutely fascinating talking to you. Thank you so much. And best of luck with your campaign. I'm sure we'll see you in the council chamber. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Woking Examiner. And we look forward to you joining us for the next episode. (music) 